need a cowbell. Genesis for this first she needs more cowbell. Need more cowbell. <laughs> anyway, hi everybody. I am Cat Pride. I am the stufer for Avalon. I wrote it. I directed it. I am in it. Um, and with me is uh, is my co-storyer this season, co-writer next season, yes. uh, Kristen Bass, who ah. you also know as Lilith. Duh. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, as you notice, we, we might be lacking with someone. Uh, Chris Britton and... Oh, God, the sad music's playing through and everything. Chris Britton is uh, right now too busy to do commentaries. He's and, too uh, busy to love us. Exactly. So for the time being, at least the next couple of commentaries, it's just going to be the two of us, which is fine because she's my co-storier co and co-writer. So. I'm the co-stooper. And, and we're, this is the part where you really do need to be here because as we've gone through yes. the season, I mean, we're hitting the final six now, and this is where... We're actually the, to me bits. Me bits. I like the way you say that. Me bits. Well, there are me bits of you going on right now, because you and Jada are beating the crap out of each other in about two seconds. Oh, yes. So anyway, hi folks. Uh, welcome to the commentary. As you can tell, we left off last episode with Julian finding out Jada's identity, and all of the audience did a collective, FINALLY! Because, you know... It hadn't been going on for two years or nothing. Nah, I know, right? So, uh... So now, uh, and, and, and not, and the poor, poor Jada, double whammy. Not only does Julian find out she's Avalon, she finds out her roommate's Lilith. Bad day. Bad day for anybody, but especially bad day for Jada. Totally normal for me You to know, write. that's why you shouldn't put ads on Craigslist for roommates. <laughs> you never know when somebody who seems totally normal is going to wind up to be an, an uber demon. Who's, who's about to electrocute the hell out of you, yeah. yeah. Which I quite liked doing this. This was fun. Because it's like new, new, new growth signs of electric. I quite liked doing it as well. All right. It was fun. Lilith, what did we say about you showing up for commentaries? Only when I'm drunk? Yeah, you're not drunk. Um, no reason. You are unnecessary. Um, you are Anessa. <laughs> I love this. I, okay, this scene is not that ex like I mean it's like it's a it's not a filler scene it's a setup scene but I just love the fact that Cal pretty much sounds like he could think of about a million other things he'd rather be doing right now than sitting there listening to a Sara babble. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm so. I feel him there. Yeah, well, that's fine. You shut up. <laughs> Insert relationship ending joke. <laughs> Watch this little pretty thing squirm. Oh, Cal, you're so evil. And there are far more enjoyable ways to make her do that. You are quite tiresome. I need far love, more enjoyable ways. I love ways. hearing that man pull a switchblade. It's scary, but awesome. so good at what I do. Damn straight you are, being sexy. You know what's also effortless? Permanently lodging that switchblade into your skull. That's actually a very fun line. I quite enjoyed recording that. <laughs> Ah, it's true. All the ladies want me. <laughs> There's like 15 million ad-libs in this show at various points where Tobias has to say things like, all the ladies want me, or I'm just so sexy, and he almost always adds the ad ends the ad-libs with like, and who can blame him? I mean, really. <laughs> you can just pop up and find him. Especially not if he's with Avalon. Like a daisy. Like a daisy. If I know Jaina. Sara is a daisy. Daisy chain of crazy. Daisy chain of crazy. I can go for that. You get behind that? I can get behind that. Awesome. If we can deliver Avalon to him, 
then he will have the power to make the returning of all those recovered patients. What? Plot, 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 plot? What? Hi, plot. How giving are you? away details? Why would I do such a thing? Hi, plot. We haven't seen you in a while. I mean, in the last five seconds. What? <laughs> that is an episode of Avalon. all of this, if she is not here, it means that either she never got the message, or someone never let Julian deliver it. Dun-dun-dun! Sorry. God be damned, of course. What? 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 What is it? Me! Lilith. <laughs> it's still alive. Obsidian said he contacted her, which means I'm sure she's up to no good. Hello. I gotta say, I really have enjoyed playing Evil Asara. It's kind of cre- creepy, and... No, not kinda. It's really creepy. But it's, it's fun, because the voice is, like, so totally different. impression that that was a request. Go! <laughs> you can growl all you want, Cal. I don't think anybody's gonna complain. Nope. Especially not Kristen. No. Nope. You better hope your friend reevaluates his priorities. Poor Carrie. Did she's just having such a bad year. It's like the second time she's been kidnapped by the same guy, but for two different employers. She's a bit damselly. She is. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I did it on purpose. I can't say anything else. <laughs> sort of those, I know something you don't know, kind of things. Where's Exodus? Uh, he'll be here shortly, I'm sure. Dana said that she dubbed the... What? She said she had to knock him out so that she could fight Sekhet. Knowing him... I love this scene, because basically Natalie just gives her the look of, she did what? I'm just gonna go find them. This is awkward. This whole thing's awkward. And hit them. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad you're alright. You shouldn't have pushed me. Out. Oh, this scene. You took the whole blast and you could have gotten. You killed. two! Just freaking just be happy! Move on! Come on! I know we needed to talk, but I don't want you to die before we get a chance. I'm not really sure now is the time. When will the right time be? Look. Which, you know, I realized Jordan pointed out, Jordan, Jordan, who's one of our listeners, who, who, I swear, that man pays more attention to my show than I do. Um, in a good way, in a good way, Jordan, I love you. Um, he pointed out that he, uh, he was listening to 29, and you remember the scene where, uh, where Natalie and Noir are trying to talk, and Noir kind of tries to jump into the whole, can we talk about our, our whatever this is? And Natalie's like, oh, let's not do that right now, let's go. He was like, oh, I'm not gonna lie, I am totally surprised she didn't jump all over that talk. And I was like, yeah, if there hadn't been demons turning all over the city, she probably would have. And, I was, and then I felt bad, because I wound up, like, you know, it took, like, another two episodes for anything to happen. Listen, it's not like I'm not grateful but hey, everybody got a kiss last episode, so don't bitch at me. I, I gave you what you asked for. You're never gonna get a kiss, Lil, unless it's the kiss of death. I already gave you that once, though, and you didn't, it didn't take, apparently. Oh, Jack and Alicia! Oh, they're so cute. They are. I didn't want to get dumped in your living room, but I did. I quite love the two of them. Save you two from something worse. I promise that as soon as I can meet up with Avalon, I'll find you and your brother somewhere to stay. Hey, whoa, we're not related. <laughs> we're just the only friends we have. Compensating or anything, Jack? Jeez. They were in that hospital. You, 
Oh, and then the hits. So sorry. Yeah. See, and you folks think that I forget that stuff has lasting repercussions, and I don't. I know it. I just really wait until the characters forget. Where have you been? Oh, well, you know, shopping. <laughs> and after that, I was uh, pulling Avalon's ass out of the fire. She'll write. She clocked me before I, I love that line. It's a good line. Oh, pretty beat her up some, but it's nothing she couldn't handle. She's gonna go see that uh, reporter friend of yours. I'm sorry, folks. We're just doing that thing where we're listening to the episode again. We are. Well, yeah. I think that's the problem when you wait too long. Yeah. There was stuff I know I wanted to talk about, and I like don't remember any of it. Demons aren't my pals. I don't have time to argue with you. I did promise them I'd find somewhere for them to stay. And with the demon wreaking havoc near the hospital, they need to be safe and out of the way. Yes, yes, they do. They're not staying with me. I like how Olivia is the kind of character that looks at kids and goes, Ew, parasites. You remember it, right? I think we both remember the time you broke in, Okay, okay. Did you hear that? Did you hear the little, little... Yes. What was that? I don't know what that was. The, I don't know what the, you would even you call it. The whole thing. Was we'll talk more then. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was it Sam was cheeky noise. Cheeky, yes. Sam is well. Sam is cheeky. We know that. I'll explain later. Please, just go. Come on, Alicia. It's somewhere to rest, at least. So check that out, folks. Jack and Alicia are not just gonna go fade off into the sunset. Oh no, they're gonna go hang out with Olivia. I need to check on that. That's gonna be exciting. Checking on Avalon. Yes, do this. It's going so well. <laughs> I must confess, at first, I thought Did I it feel good to record these scenes? Like, I mean, you time. hadn't been around in so long. Like, you had been coming back a yeah. little bit. Like, I figured since we're since you're in this episode, I would I actually. I did them in like a yes, mass, like five episodes at once. Thing. Yeah. And so it was, well, by the end yeah, of it, I was it. exhausted. And I had no more voice. <laughs> well, I already know that the little voice isn't is an easy voice for you because it's very high. No, because my normal voice is this. Exactly. I still can't believe you can go this high. She's responsible for the deaths of so many people. You just sound you're like dripping with sarcasm. I love Although new Lilith, realignment Lilith is not as high pitched as old. No, which is probably a good thing because I don't think I would could handle this many lines in that old Lilith voice anymore. Even though you're a complete bleeding heart for your partner. Sunny Avalon, I've been living with you. This okay, so I will Tesla coil. She's Tesla coiling Avalon. Yeah. Um, I do like this scene, and I kind of laugh because now that I'm listening to it, when I wrote this, like, this was, like, God, at least a year ago. No. Like, at least three years ago, because this is one of the scripts I'd had written for, like, while in college. I rewatched The Adventures of, uh, of Lois and Clark. Oh, I rewatched Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman. As a, the Dean Cain Terry Hatcher show, and I realized that this scene totally comes off like that Tempest Fugit episode, where the guy, where Tempest is like Lois Lane, duh, and I was like, yeah. One day I'll find you and tear your throat out. I won't rest until you are gone. Fun stuff, except for the part where she electrocutes the crap out of you again. I but what's this? 
Jada. <laughs> aren't really important right now. You just better help your little reporter friend. You're such a bloody nuisance. Yeah, and you're only playing with about half a deck right now. You and I need to talk. Come here. Kazinga! That happened. That happened. I think that's Jada's reaction too, is very much just... Okay, that happened. What the hell ha- I don't know what happened, but that happened. Well, you know, Lilith not quite what she used to be. You know, the old drill bitch ain't quite what she used to be. <laughs> that she can get teleported away. Yes. We can't say anything else about Kalkun, though. Nope. About 16... no, well, we could talk a little bit about it, because we dropped his real name in the last episode. Yeah, but we can't talk about the stuff we're going to talk about the next episode. Oh, no, no. We're being so mean to you guys. We're just like, yes, yes, no, 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 no. No, 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 Spoiler, no. We can't talk about this episode, because we want to talk about the next episode. The next episode, we don't talk about the next episode or that. We can't talk about anything, because we're all spoilers. That's what happens when you do a show like mine, where everything leads into everything, leads else. Into everything else, and you really don't want to give anything away. Cat never heard of the one-shot episode or the comedy episode. You know, now that I've watched enough seasons of Supernatural, I really feel like I missed the boat doing, like, something just fun and comedy. But maybe in another show that I do, I will have one-shot episodes like that. Favor with me. Ah! Kailash! Which, okay, funny story, folks. So, so, so this actor isn't really a professional VA. Uh, <laughs> it's a, really an amateur it's VA. It's really, really, really an amateur VA. It's just sort of... This is my aunt. <laughs> um, we were... I was writing this scene, and uh, she happened to grab the script and was just talking to us and just started doing this crazy old crone voice that They're I was like... like you have um, do you want to do that? Because it's like literally a one shot, and she's like, sure. And this scene is so important. Oh my god, it's so important. And you know, for well, I think for the audience at this point, they figured yeah. the the gist of the scheme out. But hearing Kailesh flat out look at him and go, "You're stupid. You're stupid." And I think it's hilarious that you think you can just demand that I do something because I'm a goddess and you're a demon. So suck it long, suck it hard. You lying. She shall wither. You cannot fool the crones long. That's right, folks. And when she does, there shall be nothing. Doesn't matter how evil Asara is at the end of the day. Obsidian still failed. He wanted her permanently and he's never gonna kill her. And I can't talk to you about half of what's going on in this scene because it's stuff that gets revealed next season. Oh, I loved that scene. It was one of those scenes too where I was like, I can't even describe half of what's in this scene. I can't talk about it. <laughs> but it's amazing.
You should be pretty much left alone now. Holy guacamole! <laughs> Okay, 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 so Mike gave me, like, eight takes it's a very long of varying things to say. Yeah? Because I think originally, like, the line was, like, holy hell or holy shmanoli or something crazy like that, mm -hmm. and he was, like, holy guacamole, and then I think he had, like, holy, I don't know, I can't even remember all of them now, but it was, like, half of them were holy guacamole, and then the other four were, like, everything was just more ridiculous than the last, and yet somehow holy guacamole was the one I ended up using, but it was... Sister, you don't have a whole I would have oh liked my. to have heard Great Googly Moogly. Oh my god! If he had said Great Googly Moogly, I would have used that too. <laughs> At least here, you can rest and relax. Try not to touch any of the weapons. Don't ever say that to a child under the age of 18. <laughs> what did I just... And a male under the age of 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because you could tell Sam that. He'd be like, okay! Walks over and touches it. I mean, like a lot. Oh! <gasps> You're right. Do you hear what's underneath that music? I hear what's music? underneath that. Uh, under the scene? Oh. <sighs> Julian music! My classic Julian music that I haven't been able to use, like, in forever because he's been such a D-bag. <laughs> That's right, folks. <laughs> I'm justifying my scoring choices based on Julian's personality at the time. Hang on. I really like this scene, though, because it shows, because, you know, I, somebody, I don't remember who it was, somebody on the list had, had mentioned She's how Julian hadn't figured out that Jada was Avalon and, like, like, all this time, and a lot of it was just, you know, the, the few times he's been face-to-face -face with her, he's not been close enough to see her, plus she has a glamour. So they're not supposed to recognize you. That's why it took the ma the mask physically coming off for him to figure it out. And then when he figured that that she was Avalon out, he was like, "Oh, that makes the British friend make way more sense." So I liked showing that Julian's not dumb. He really, he really is not. I mean, he's dumb for other reasons, but not that. He he has his moments of non-dumbness. Yeah. On I think occasion. that's the most important. Non-dumbness. He has his moments of non-dumbness. I like that. Right. Julian Alexander. Sometimes not stupid. <laughs> yes. He'll be on. He'll be on his. Okay, on his episode. This is the first time we've heard the Exodus full transformation in a while, so I decided to use it. Especially since I felt it was necessary, because I felt that Julian deserved to see it after all this time. And that's one of the things that unfortunately kind of gets a little lost in the show, that I'm gonna- I will be correcting that when I novelize everything, yeah. is- is those three months where Jaina was gone, and it was Julian running around town, still trying to find everything, and Sam was the only one there yeah. defending that city. They yeah. they got to know each other. I mean, they ran into each other quite a bit, so... It's, they, they do know each other as Exodus and Julian, you know, a little more than I've really been able to play with. I definitely think that's something I want to... I want to flesh out a little more down the road. That's right, he made a cell phone call from, from, from the air. 
He did what you're not allowed to do on every single airplane in the world. Yes, but when you don't need an airplane to fly. <laughs> I know. You also don't have to go through TSA check. Could you imagine if, like, Superman <laughs> had to go through TSA check every time they wanted to go up into the air? I have the mental image of Exodus trying to go through TSA check. With all the metal. Like, with all the metal. And your brother having to do the pat down. Yeah. With his with his flash like rendition of the uh of the TSA, the TSA spiel. spiel. Oh oh oh, Kristen. Do you realize it's about to show up? Oh my god, you don't. You don't. It has not hit you yet. No, because you keep talking and I can't hear the episode. Yay! <laughs> yay! Oh my god, yay! Gee, folks, does that voice sound familiar? Have you been listening to the voice of freedom? <gasps> wink, wink! Wink, wink, nudge, nudge! Oh my god, it's Casey! And yes, I'm aware that the voice of freedom sort of went dark, but this is the reason this why. This is the reason why. I love the music for her, too. The Voice of Freedom music is so awesome. I'm so glad I found that. So, yes, folks, the the Voice of Freedom, which you had been hearing but not really knowing anything about, has finally intersected with the episodes, actual episode. Thanks. Took you long enough. God, I love Casey. She's such a bitch. And this is also an opportunity where you get to see Evan a bit more, too. Because, you know, I've only been able to play with Evan for so much. Yeah. And, of course, the flirting begins. Took, like, no time whatsoever. God damn it, you two. Okay. Dr. Love, ease up now. Let's figure out what the hell our next move is. Could I maybe get a name first? I'm feeling all sorts of confused. I love that line. Evan Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. I didn't mean you. <laughs> I remember Keith's face with his cute name. Flirty, flirt, flirty, flirt, flirt, flirt. Oh, Bobby. You, you just cannot help He can't yourself. turn it off. He can't. He really can't. The virus? No, mono. You'd be surprised what the body doesn't pick up. That's right, folks. The reason she went dark is because in hunting for Carrie and finding her, she got she lost track of people and then got mono. So she's been in the hospital all this time recovering from mono. Not from kissing somebody, though. No. I don't like got it lamely unless by she eating some food that somebody had infected with their neck. Somehow. Not by kissing, though, because there's, like, a million other ways to do it. She could have gotten it from, what, like, uh, can't she get mono from a public drinking fountain? Yes. Something crazy like that? Yeah. Or Casey, not from kissing. Casey doesn't have time for kissing. She's too busy being the voice of freedom. Indeed. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. We're stuck. Yeah. Good job. Great. Wonderful. Oopsie-doodle. I love that line. How suppose anybody has a cigarette? Because, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, folks. You probably noticed this, too. But Richard is the one who started that Bobby smoked. I never wrote it into the script. When it's Bobby, when, when Richard took over the, you know, nice, thank you. When Richard took over the part, the very first scene he ever did was him and Natalie in the bar. Yep. And what did he do? He lit up a cigarette and was drinking a drink. Yep. And so I was like, you know, no, that's cool. If he 
if that's a character choice he wants to make, I'm cool with that. I just never wrote it in because I didn't need to. And this is when I finally wrote it in because I was like, you know, if I had just been chased by demons, I would want to light up too. Which reminds me, in my apocalyptic dream I had last night, I oh totally God. stole a cigarette off of somebody and lit up. <laughs> well, it was the apocalypse. Yeah, allowed. exactly. The only time you're allowed. Okay. Disneyland, Disney World and the apocalypse. That's it. I'm only going to say this once, but hopefully it'll get through your thick head. You're not really a sorrow. Oh, oh, it's coming down, folks. And yet. I'm sure it makes it easier what I'm about to do to you. What are you doing? So, oh, that's gross. The fact is, Jaina, I They have no concept of what to do. <laughs> I know. What are you doing? Oh, that's gross. <laughs> No, Chris just, she handed me a Coke can that I don't know how long it's been there, and there was something in it, and I don't want to know what it is, so I just put Well, it I'm going to assume it's Coke. Oh, yeah. I'm very upset to know there's like two or three half-full Coke cans I never finished drinking. You have to say. Oh, badass! I love knowing that Jada pretty much pulls out all the stops for this series of fighting. Well, she kind of has to. She doesn't really have a choice in that. No, she doesn't. But, you know, the whole thing is, is that, you know, we talked about it last season, where last season she was kind of starting to learn, and then the lady pretty much schooled her hardcore before getting thrown off the building, that she needed to learn. She needed to stop being playing her safe zone. And now you're finally starting to see it. My lord will be... So pleased to see your head on a pike. <laughs> Poor Jaina. First the BFF, and then the now she really, you know, this episode has gotten the shit beat out of her. Yes. Did your iPad be fine? Okay. Cat was playing on her zoo earlier, and after she said that we weren't allowed to play on our zoo during Shut comedy. up! So I think it's oh, fate that your iPhone just carry carry and jumped off of the desk. Well, it's fine. It failed. Or whatever, because you guys have sticky fingers. But I'm not even touching it. The classic teen response. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Yeah, nice. Sit over there. Look at sit over there. Come on, Jack. Sit down. Let's just like have a second or something. Huh. Whatever. Whatever. This place is incredibly weird, okay? Like, ultra comic book villain love of the weird. <laughs> I. Oh, kid. I'm a girl who turns into a wolf when I feel like it. <laughs> can show you weird. You guys, oh my gosh, you have not even begun to understand the hilarity that is Jack. Uh, you, boy, you're, um. They really haven't. Right? They, they kind of get to they get to see it way more like in 33 and 34. Yeah. But. When Jack is alone with the camera with, for longer than two seconds. Pretty much. I don't know. Exodus said it, and I just, you know, you're not my sister. You're my best bud. In my brain, there's a huge, epic, Grand Canyon-sized gap. <laughs> Compensating, Jack. Compensating. That's what it's called. Let's see how they feel about that in ten years. No kidding. Hope Exodus and Avalon wrap this up soon. And no nanny. So, who used to own this place? I'm annoying cat. Yes! She's handing me shit! Or something? All the funky supernatural stuff, you know? Looks like it's a training hall or something. 
<laughs> Astute observation, young man. There's an Avalon before this one, I think. I don't know if I would have assumed training hall, unless like there's well, no, like there's like oh, okay. there's the I don't know. Okay, maybe we never talked about it, but the dojo still looks the same as it did when Sara left. It still has all the mats down and all the dummies and all the weapons on the wall. I didn't find out about this place because she invited me in. Yes. Wow, you're such a kind and loving individual. I don't get paid for my customer service. Do you get paid to have a name? Oh, Alicia, I love you. Like, I love how Olivia was genuinely not expecting that. Like, she's like, ah, oh, kids, ah. <laughs> Meanwhile, big ass fight. Yes, biggity biggity fight, yo. Yes. This is a fun one to mix, actually. I really liked it. See, more gods. Gods, you wouldn't think that she does any- well, no, she's used spells before, but still. Ow! She owied herself. You try, Jan. So I give you points for that. But trying won't guarantee success. Well, well no. Thank you, Evil It's really disappointing that you can't hold your own against me. I like how I'm getting condescending with my own character. You're pumped full of dark magic. In a body that's not even meant to be walking around, much less fighting me. <sighs> I'm working with a handicap. I <laughs> love that line. Working with a handicap. Shut up. <laughs> Tell yourself whatever you need to, dear protege. Denial is such a wonderful tool if you know how to use it. <laughs> it's also a river. Yes, it is. Good job. I'm glad you're with us on that one. Nipona, grant me the speed of your stamina. New god? Totally new god. <laughs> and we're talking about the god of Pona, not not the I horse, the horse on Zelda. Zelda. Although I always think of Pona the horse. How to use this ability. Okay, so funny story. So this part of the scene right here, she's hiding like in the rafters of the warehouse. Yeah. And I laughed because I think I actually like wrote at one point in one draft of the script, I was like, just like the scene in Empire. Like, I'm not even afraid to admit that that's totally where that came from. Hello? Oh. <gasps> what was that noise? <laughs> what, what, what you just heard? Yeah. Well, all the stuff you just heard? No, I mean the sound effect, like, how did you make that? Oh, like, I added some crazy, what? crazy flange to it. Oh, shut up. I'm actually asking, I threw you off, I know, because I was actually uh, asking Yeah, you know, you were asking me a technical question, and it totally threw me off. Uh, no, I did, like, some heavy processing to it. I think it was a, like a, really, like a, really heavy, it was like Hyde Ashbury or something, whatever the, one of the presets yeah. was on, on audition. Yeah. Oh, now we can talk about the thing. Feel free to talk. Feel free to talk. So now you find out some interesting thingies. <laughs> That's basically every episode of Avalon. If we wanted to, we could just do a whole commentary of going, oh, look, an interesting thing that you just found out. 
thing Here's that you've thing that you have found too. out, and it is interesting. <laughs> now you find out an interesting thing. <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like, like interesting things and so interesting things. So I put some interesting, interesting things in your interesting things so you can learn while you listen. <laughs> but yes, oh, this scene. This part of the scene is the part that I know you wanted to talk about. Yes. With Sekhmet and... This part was fun. Your father. Yes. Leave me at once. This, I have you to thank for this, because I wasn't ever going to actually write this in until you started asking questions about what Sekhmet was. Well, and it, I think it really, like, this is the point where you need to know, because going forward from this point, the fact that you as an audience know, and I'm assuming people have already listened to the conversation, that... Yeah, you should have listened to the episode if Sekhmet you didn't stop kind of this, she really is the goddess Sekhmet, she really is a deity... But she was rejected by her pantheon. If you've ever looked at Egyptian mythology, you know that Sekhmet supposedly was turned into the goddess Hathor when she tried to kill the people of Egypt, and Ra told her to stop, and she didn't want to. She was literally going to raise the entire country with rivers of blood, and so he supposedly turned her into the goddess Hathor, who's the cow goddess of love. Yeah. So, because when I think of love goddess, I think of cows. I know, right? Well, I think it was more like a maternity thing for them. Okay. Because she's, like, also the goddess of children and mothers. Oh, okay. She, you pray to Hathor when you're having a baby. So, so, it was, uh... Sorry, I just realized I was listening to Chad's music, and Chad's music completely throws me off with it's awesome. Um... But yeah, so uh, so so that's this is kind of a take on that myth of 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 how Sekhmet basically fell from grace from her own pantheon. And you also find out that Cal is currently under her control, and he didn't even know it. No, sucks to be him. You have proven to be far more trouble than you are worth. It felt good to let lay into her, didn't it? It did. Because you just waited like three seasons to do that. It really did. Two, she's not been around for season. She started at the end of season two. Season one. But I was dead. No, no, she showed up the very scene before you died. Oh, okay. She was there to pretty much be like, ha ha, you're in the doghouse. And you were like, shut up! Shut your stupid face! I'm going to kill her slowly. And in front of you so that... You know that you cannot have her. You know, really, this is all a love story between Lilith and Asara. <laughs> it's very single white female. All of this is Avalon. I can't take you seriously now. No, like for real. That, that, you know, like a whole big portion of the story is the fact that Lilith loves Asara and does not know how to. Or it could just be that she wants to kill her, because... No, I think it goes beyond simple... <laughs> well, okay, we can talk about that in future episodes. Because we haven't gotten to the actual moment when Lilith shows up yet. Yeah. Shit has to go down first. Yeah. She, Lilith is still, is still working her underground contacts. That's right, folks, I might have sort of just spoiled something for you. But I don't think it's. I think it's pretty obvious that Lilith is eventually going to get to Asara. Yeah. Shut up. Oh. Oh, this scene. No one has ever 
Also, I completely, I completely thank Babylon 5 for this scene. Because one of the... For those of you who don't watch Babylon 5, uh, one of the, the aspects of the Earth Society is the Psychor. And it's basically... They're basically telepath cops. And they're their own society. And they indoctrinate every tele... Anyone who shows telepathic ability has two choices. Take meds and dampen your telepathic abilities or join the core. And when they join the core, you are brainwashed into thinking that the core is mother and the core is father. So I totally was using some of that for that speech with Lilith. Have I mentioned that I hate this new look of yours? Sara doesn't dress like trash! Yet another reason I know you're not really her. Whatever you need to tell yourself, Jana, to get yourself through this fright, I am all for it. So this is like Slutty McSlutterson costume? Oh yeah! She's wearing like what Lil can wear. If you're evil, you have to wear a slutty costume. Just ask Harley Quinn in the new 52. Oh, dang! Damn. <laughs> Kindly move out of the way so I can kill Jane. I love that line. I'll give you a goodbye kiss before I rip your heart out again, too. How's that sound? Even Sara plays mean. She does. She plays very dirty and very mean. Even dare joke about her to know she cared about, much less actually doing it. Chris has apparently balanced the forks again. And the last thing I I have brought balance to the fork. I remember that. Where were we when you did that? I don't even remember. Uh, Jack. The, 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 um, that burger place in Grapevine that is in the old Tony Romas building, which I know means nothing to you, because you didn't live here with the Tony Romas. I don't even know. The one that has the, the, the really awesome chicken sandwich covered in buffalo sauce, the one with the burger that's in buffalo sauce. This is totally escaping my knowledge, folks. Flips? Flips, that's Oh, okay. This is about as personal as it gets. You know, really, we should, like, put some sort of disclaimer on commentaries for Avalon that you will hear about Avalon commentary, and then you will hear about our weird domestic shit. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I kill you both at the same time. Ugh, it's like a hat trick. It is. It's like a hat trick. Wow, that is a hat trick. She brought balance to the fork again, though. No, I was talking about Asara killing them at the same time. Oh, well, that would be too. But you did, you did the balance of the fork thing again. That's like a triple threat. Shut up! Like, I imagine her being in front, like, like having this epic horror magic show, and, like, all of the audience is chained down and it's all and they're all <laughs> back, awesome. and it's like Bobby and and Julian, Julian and Carrie and Sarah's up there like and now for my next trick I will kill them both at the same <laughs> time <laughs> <laughs> Genesis Avalon the trickster episode oh god I'm making supernatural references now we're screwed the voice talent show. oh we found out of episode Thank God, because I was about to divulge into massive supernatural news. I know. <laughs> it would have ended with me asking for Dean and Sam Winchester. Um, like every, every night, your prayers. <laughs> Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly, fly far from No, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that scene of Robin Hood many times. She's like, Dear God, please send me the sheriff. And then he drops oh, yeah. into the bed. She's like, Thank you! <laughs> 
Goodbye that would be me. Anyway, so thank you all for coming in and joining us on this crazy, crazy commentary. Uh, I can't guarantee that we won't be any less crazy the next episode. We're about to do that one. I can't believe we've listened to this far, honestly. I know, right? Uh... I mean, I, I I would like to think Spencer. that you all are going to listen. You all have listened this far to the show, uh, said, the commentary. I said yar actually because I can't I think I meant to say like your and <laughs> yar yar. <laughs> Oy vey, let's just call this one done. I know, right? Okay, we're done, folks. Anyway, so, uh, tell us what you think. If you want to let us know, you can email me at kat at pendantaudio.com. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Genesis Avalon. You can follow Chris on Twitter at, at Kristen Bays. Um, you can also uh, tweet at the uh, at tw- Pendant Web uh, Twitter if you would like, if you found that us through Twitter. Um, you can leave us a comment on the website. That says the uh, pendantaudio.com in the FAQ section or you can leave us a message on the message board which is groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant I am getting that down like nobody's business anyway we're done bye bye